The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back, and we're showing up bigger, better, and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas, for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin, Texas. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hello and welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. Hello, Carlene, and thanks everyone for tuning in on this fine Wednesday. We are two beauty editors turned beauty podcasters back with another one of our fabulous founder episodes with today's guest, Agatha Rolota Luso, founder and chief creative officer of one of my favorite skincare brands, Fortuna Skin. Yeah, we're so excited to be partnering with Fortuna Skin today because, Carlene, you've been, you know, flag carrying for (laughs) Fortuna Skin for a while now. And honestly, you know, you're in good company, apparently, allegedly. Melissa Wood Health is a big fan of the serum, as well as Rashida Jones. And I remember Pia Baroncini Mm -hmm. was on our show back in 2020, and she was raving about it. She was one of the first people to put the brand on our radar. That's right. So we're excited to have Agatha on the line with us today, dialing in from Paris. Just ahead, we're going to find out how Agatha's love of olive oil factors into the success of Fortuna's star skincare products, one of which is an actual olive oil supplement. Color me intrigued. (laughs) Yes. And we're also going to learn about Fortuna's wild foraged roots because all of the ingredients are sourced from the La Fortuna estate in Sicily. I mean, why are we not doing this interview from there right now? (laughs) This is what I'm asking. And where they're reviving nearly extinct species of flora, protecting biodiversity, bird species and the local economy while creating their award winning skincare line. Yes. So we'll get details on the number one selling product and what everyone, including myself, loves about this cult favorite line so much. Plus what Agatha, who's also a model and mother of four, by the way, does herself to look and feel like her best every day, like what makeup is on her top shelf, what Mediterranean diet and lifestyle secrets she practices. And of course, what's next from Fortuna, because inquiring minds want to know. Yes. And because this is a very special partnered episode, we have a promo code for all of you. So if you fall in love with the brand story and with Agatha and decide that you would like to try for Tuna Skin for yourself, you can use our code BREAKINGBEAUTY20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase at fortunaskin.com. And we will link to this, of course, in our show notes. And we're going to be recapping every single thing that Agatha mentions over on our website, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. So be sure to check that out. So thank you for being with us today, Agatha. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here today. Yes. Yes, Love it. So, I mean, we always start at the very beginning around here. So tell us about yourself and what you were up to before founding Fortuna Skin. So I am from New York, New Jersey. Yeah. And I started modeling when I was 16 years old, working for brands like Chanel, Yves Saint Laurent, Hermes. 
And I was fortunate enough to work with Karl Lagerfeld and Yves Saint Laurent himself, which was wow. really exciting. I was some of the top makeup artists and hairdressers and creatives out there, which was really exciting. I also wrote a children's book called Carl and Leo's World of Dance oh. because my passion is ballroom Latin dancing. Mm -hmm. So I'm always dancing every morning with our children. I'm also an olive oil sommelier. Mm -hmm. As you know, I'm obsessed with olive oil. I do everything with extra virgin olive oil and I'm a mom of four. Amazing. I don't know how you balance at all. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when you have more to do, you can actually accomplish more mm. the busier you are. I always said if I was running a company, I'd hire all moms because they just figure out the time <laughs> to get shit done. That's true. And there's like there's no time wasted because they're like, I got to leave and I got to do my next job, which is, you know, the carpooling and the picking kids up and making dinner and all of that. So, yeah, you're so right. That's such a good point. <laughs> moms know how to multitask. Now, I need to ask sure. because you name dropped there. Do you have a story about Karl Lagerfeld or working with Yves Saint Laurent that you remember, like something you can share with us? Because I think, you know, we're probably around the same age and I had my room plastered with, you know, the Chanel ads, the original ones with the birdcage. And I'm just obsessed with that world. So is there any like insider story you can share with us? You know, there's special stories and mm -hmm. I have special moments with each of them. But every time I would go for a casting, let's say with Yves Saint Laurent and go see him for, mm -hmm. you know, fitting before his show, he'd always have the girls put on his iconic red lipstick. Oh. And that's how you would come in and see him is with his iconic red lipstick. So that was really special. Wow. And there was a time I had a dinner with Karl Lagerfeld. I was at a dinner. Mm -hmm. We were sitting next to each other and he actually took off his sunglasses mm -hmm. to speak with me. So that was really exciting to be able to see his eyes. Yeah. Because he rarely ever took off his sunglasses. That's right. And he's iconic and such a legend. I, how he yeah. managed to do about eight to 10 different collections per season. He had Karl Lagerfeld, Chanel, Fendi, Chloe, mm -hmm. and I believe a few more. Carl by Carl. Yeah, Carl by Carl. Maybe Crezia at one time. Yeah, it was like, it was, he must have dreamed designs or something. It was really in his blood. So we were looking on your Instagram and I'm a big red carpet girly. I, I'm, I love award season. I'm living for it. And I saw on your Instagram that you and your husband actually attended the Golden Globes. And so give us some behind the scenes. Like, who are you sitting next to? Is there anything you can reveal? So we were sitting with Jordana Brewster, who I actually... We went to the same high school, Professional oh Children's gosh. School in New York City. Amazing. So it's exciting to catch up with her. We were also sitting with the head of the Cannes Film Festival and the CEO of Mattel. And yeah. it was really exciting to see when Barbie won the award. He was so genuinely excited. And it's exciting to see that the Golden Globes added this new category. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In their award series. That's so cool. But it was so much fun walking down the red carpet and seeing all the glam and the makeup and all the amazing gowns and dresses. It was such a wonderful experience. So when I was peeping those photos, what I clocked was that Joe Baker, who we love and have had on this show, she's such an incredible makeup artist, was doing your makeup. I was gagged. And you were swirling champagne glasses and tanking them and having a, a toast, but that was not champagne in the glass. Why don't, maybe you could tell yeah. us about that. <laughs> we were cheersing with extra virgin olive oil. 
And it's one of my wellness hacks. I love taking a shot of extra virgin olive oil every single morning because it's so great for digestion, Mm -hmm. for your gut health of your stomach. It helps regulate blood sugar. So it can also help with weight loss because it just curves the hunger. Mm -hmm. It has high amounts of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties. It has an antioxidant called oleocanthal in it. And when you drink extra virgin olive oil and you feel the pungency in the back of your throat, Mm -hmm. you're tasting the and feeling the oleocanthal, that antioxidant. So Mm -hmm. the stronger it is, the higher it it has of the benefits of oleocanthal. And it mimics Motrin. So it's basically nature's Motrin. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to so try that because I feel like I get those blood sugar spikes and drop. Remember, Jill, when you always have to like give me a little slap when I'm falling asleep in the day? Yeah, you need it. You need like a veggie starter or like I guess an olive oil shot would do the same thing. It's just going to level out everything that comes afterwards. Yeah. I'm going to try that because I heard your olive mm-hmm. oils en route to us and I can't wait to try it. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Yes. A serious question, though, because I know she used all for tuna on your skin before she did the makeup? And did she use the biphase oil? Because I'm always curious how people who use a face oil every day manage to put on makeup and foundation and have it stay without sliding around. Do you have a secret for that? She did. She did use the biphase oil Mm -hmm. and I use it every single day and I mix it with my foundation. So our biphase oil uses the biphase system which means that it includes water and oil. But what this biphase does is that oil usually tends to sit on top of your skin when oil needs water to penetrate deep into the skin. So with this biphase, when you apply it on, it doesn't sit on your skin and leave your skin greasy. It just penetrates deep into your skin and leaves your skin looking refreshed and dewy. And it plays really well with foundation. So if you take a few drops of the oil, and mix it with the foundation. It's such a beautiful tinted oil and just gives you a luminous, glowy, dewy skin. Hmm. And for those, because people are listening, so the biphase oil, it actually, ha- it's like clear on top and like an oily layer. It's like two phases, literally mm-hmm. two colors. Right. And do you shake it? Is that the method of application? Yes. And then you put yep. two drops, two, three drops. Yeah. So you have to shake it to activate the biphasic mm-hmm. system, okay. delivery system. Yeah. So they love to say it's the non-oilers oil because everyone loves using this Mm -hmm. product. And I love using it up for my decollete up Mm. because it just works so great on the chest wrinkles and the neck and which is so important to take care of. You are literally a sommelier, a connoisseur of olive oil. So what's your number one tip on how to know what's legitimate? Because there's a lot of budget friendly, shall we say, options on the shelf, but they may be just kind of void of all the beautiful nutrients that you were talking about. So what should we maybe look for on a label? Is there a way of sampling like you would try a wine? What's your tip? Yeah. So not all olive oil is created equally. Mm-hmm. My number one tip would be when looking for olive oils, always buy extra virgin olive oil because right. extra virgin olive oil is, is pressed without heat or chemical extraction. Yeah. And when you're looking at the bottle, Always shop for olive oil by the harvest date, not the bottle date, because it could be sitting in vats for months before being bottled. So you always want the fresh, purest, extra virgin olive oil. So I'd always look at the harvest date. 
And it's always great knowing, I feel like our cons consumers and customers today, they look into their brands. So we look into the brands for transparency. At our farm, we handpick all of the olives and we press them and bottle it right there. So we have control of the full process from how it's being fed the trees. Our, everything on our farm is fed with natural spring water and our whole farm is, is certified organic. So I would look for organic extra virgin olive oil and shop by the harvest date. Okay. Something that I learned is that it's a little turn of phrase, but it means it has a big difference. It's it'll sometimes say product of Italy versus made in Italy. You want made in Italy because product yes. of Italy could be the bottle cap is made in Italy. Like there's a lot of like it's a gray area there where they can kind of there's get away a with huge, a huge. Yeah, there's a huge gray area in the olive oil industry, mm -hmm. and they could be also mixed with different olives from different farms. Yes. And then they also get bruised in transportation when going to the mill. Right. And only a certain percentage of olives have to be from the farm. You never know if they're mixed with a different farm. Right. So always knowing that it's made in Italy or made in Spain mm -hmm. and knowing that if it's made on the olive farm itself in the mill there yes. is the best because you're, you're, you're not risking defects. And defects can happen so quickly with olives. If there's okay. if they're not pressed within 24 hours, they can get moldy and fusty wow. immediately. And then your extra virgin olive oil tastes rancid. Okay. Yep. I wanted to tell you, so as we were doing research on you, I realized that we're both Croatian. My mom is Croatian. I think both of That's your so parents exciting. are Croatian, right? Yes. So so Bog, Bog. which is <laughs> hello in Croatian. We did go to the motherland this past summer. We had such an incredible trip and my mom was able to show her grandkids, my kids, you know, where she's from. And we vacationed on the island of Brach where they have an olive oil museum. So I'm wondering if that's how you got into all of this was from your roots. You know, the Croatians were rooted in extra virgin olive oil. Right. Some of the best olive oil comes from Croatia, mm -hmm. along with Sicily as well. Mm -hmm. My mom always cooked and did everything in extra virgin olive oil and also remedies as well. I remember my grandmother telling me when I was little, oh, or telling my mom to put a few drops of extra virgin olive oil in my ear to help my earache. Oh, if I had a penny for every time my mom has recommended that I put olive oil in my ear, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where my love for extra virgin olive oil came from. Mm -hmm. And realizing and studying it and all the benefits, I really think that it's like the fountain of youth of today because it's so has the healing benefits and how great it is for your skin. And it's amazing for cooking. Mm -hmm. So there's like a myth that, you know, you can't cook or with stir fry or even fry with extra virgin olive oil. It actually has a high smoke point. Hmm. And it's amazing to cook with it because when you do cook with it, it adds, there's like a nutrient exchange with extra virgin olive oil and the vegetables you cook with. And it actually enhances the nutrients in the vegetables. Okay, So it's amazing to cook with. And I bake with it. I love making a great olive oil cake. Oh my God, my favorite. The mm. best. Oh, it's the best. I, and, I cook with it all the time and I just figured I wasn't doing it right because I had heard about that the high heat. And I was like, well, I just, this is what I use. So I cook with it every day. That's all I use is olive oil. Yeah. It's the best. Mm -hmm. And it's the only 
oil that comes from a fruit, you take an olive and you can squeeze it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like seed oil, sunflower oil, it has to go through an industrial process to get and make the oil. So extra virgin Mm -hmm. olive oils is the best. The benefits of the phenols, the uh, antioxidants. If you look at the countries where they are rooted in the Mediterranean diet, Mm -hmm. which is based off of extra virgin olive oil, there is a lower amount of stroke, heart disease, anti-inflammatory diseases, and it all relates back to extra virgin olive oil. And they're seeing this through all these great studies that are being done through Yale and Cornell and Harvard University and also Cambridge as well. Right, right. And so we know that you have like a sister brand, Bona Fortuna, as well as Fortuna. So you, you know, you do bottle this and sell it. How did all of this turn into a beauty business? Tell us that. So when my husband was 10 years old, he made a promise to his grandmother that he's going to go back and find the land that she was born on. And so about 15, yeah, 15 Mm -hmm. and a half years ago, we went back to find this land in Sicily that she was born on. It was a half acre large. And then we ended up buying 700 acres around it and transforming it into this magical farm. And all of the people that we bought the land from actually work on the farm and they're doing what they love to do. So all 700 acres is certified organic. 80% of the land is a biopreserve. And this land is so special that it even has natural springs on it. So everything on the farm is watered with natural spring water as well. So mm-hmm. as you hike around the land, you can stop at the springs and drink the water. It's it's heavenly. And it has, you know, you could the, the land is so vast, it takes you all the way to these two mountains. One is Mount Castro and the other one is Mount Peru. And when you go up to Mount Peru, even though you're an hour and a half away from the sea, you can see to the sea. Hmm. And so you have all these different elevations. So we have a doctor, Pasquale, that works on the farm. He's a double PhD in botany, biology, and he's an agronomist as well. Hmm. He runs the farm for us and he discovered over 500 different floras on the farm, over 80 medicinal plants. And 15 years ago, we also discovered a cultivar of olive tree that was about to be extinct and we brought it back from extinction and planted. Now we have about four or 5,000 of that variety on our farm. Wow. Yeah. And we also have a herbarium where we're documenting all of these special plants that we call wildly potent Mm -hmm. on our farm and saving the seeds and documenting them for future generations. So if they ever do go extinct one day or they get mutated, we can bring them back from extinction. Hmm. So everything we, we do on the farm, we're, we're, we're thinking about future generations mm-hmm. and how to leave this world a better place. So we practice regenerative farming, agriculture, and we try to bring that into Fortuna skin as well by practicing regenerative beauty. Mm-hmm. What was the spark of the idea? We were like, you were like, okay, we need to make a skincare line that's born out of here though. What, mm-hmm. what was really the impetus or the, the sort of seed of that? That's right. Let's get back to the original question. <laughs> I went into the whole entire <laughs> farm story. No, no, it's, so it, we that's started, exciting too. I love it all. Yeah. So we started with, with Bona Fortuna 15 years ago. And then about seven years ago, seven years ago, when I met my co-founder, Kim Waltz, who's a master formulist. I told her about my obsession about extra virgin olive oil and how I'm looking for an amazing face oil. So we had very similar views and Fortuna Skin was born that day when we were having the conversation. Wow. And so 
Your tagline is wildly potent herb. So is the idea then that you are using though, like everything in the skincare line is from the property, the estate? Yeah, mostly everything is from the estate. Wildly potent for us is everything is grown in the wild. We call these plants extremophyte plants and survivalists because they have to, they had to for centuries survive in these extreme conditions. Mm-hmm. And Sicily is the soil in Sicily is so rich with minerals and volcanic ash that feed these plants. And plants are amazing. They communicate with one another under the ground. Mm-hmm. And they share nutrients and it also makes them stronger because they're not just cultivated with, with just one variety, a single variety because they're grown in the wild and they're untouched. So we wild forage the plants at different times of the year. So they'll never die off and they'll keep living on Mm -hmm. as well. But these plants are, have super charged potency we always say we look to the land and we advance in the labs. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we also look, we look to the pharmaceutical industry on how do they extract the nutrients from their plants to have the extreme potency from the, the plants. And they use a, a method called ultrasound, which mm-hmm. we've adapted into the sound bath extraction method. Mm-hmm. So we use a sound bath extraction method because it doesn't use harsh chemicals to extract the nutrients or heat. It really, it's done quickly and in a short time period, and it's in solvents like our olive leaf water or our extra virgin olive oil. And we they use sound ultrasound to penetrate the walls of the plants to extract the nutrients, to mm-hmm. have precision and use the power of the plant. I mean, if you think about it, back in the olden times and ancient times, they would only use plant power and the the wisdom from the, from the land mm-hmm. to heal. And if you take a plant that's grown in the wild, its potency level with all the nutrients, it, I think, works better than its chemical ca- counterpart. Mm-hmm. The sound bath, I think about that and I think about something I might experience at a spa, the sound bath idea. So is it similar to that in any way? Yes, it uses the vibration to penetrate the walls of the the plant. So is there an actual sound to it? Like if you were to go into the lab there, do you know what I mean? It's in these, (laughs) it's in these vats. Yeah. And it penetrates a sound. Wow. A vibration. Yeah. One of the things that I love about your line is that it, this is luxury skincare. Sometimes when we talk about luxury skincare, there is a question about the price point. Why does it cost so much money? Because, you know, when you think about a La Mer or something like that. And I think it's a little tougher to justify. But when we're talking to you and understanding that there's this actual estate with, you know, the employees who work there and they're pr- protecting the biodiversity and it's such a there's so much attention paid to the craftsmanship to make sure that these olives aren't being bruised, that, you know, it's actually there's this research going into it and being maintained so that these plants don't become extinct. It, you know, it's just, you understand what you're paying for in terms of the quality and what's going into it versus something that's like created in a lab. And you're like, yeah, but Olay also has, you know, a lab and so much R and D. So I just want to say, like, I think I really appreciate that about your products because they are a higher Mm -hmm. price point, but I I think there's a level of transparency where people understand what they're paying for. 
Yeah. And everything's being hand forwards and we're making our own skin ingredients as well. So mm-hmm. there is a lot of R&D behind it and a lot of work and love through every single process. Yeah. It's amazing. Getting to the end result and research. Right. And then I think on that note, we have to ask, what's next? Because I feel like you may have been teasing something on Instagram. Do you have any scoop for us? So we just recently launched the Triple Active Exfoliator, yes. which is incredible. Used it this morning. And we have so much in the works. I wish I could talk about it, but we are working on a whole new category oh. as well. So I'm excited okay. to, to announce that. And perhaps I can come back on the show and tell you guys all about it. Okay. Soon. All right. Well, we will be waiting, waiting to hear more about that. And I think listeners will want to know what else is on your top shelf in terms of, you know, what's the makeup that you would, that you like to pair with your Fortuna skincare, you know, perfume, what else, what else would be fine on your vanity? So I love the Westman Atelier makeup. I love Mm -hmm. her Gucci's complexion drops. They play so great and mix really well with the biphase oil. I love making my own tinted oil. Mm. I've just recently also discovered Victoria Beckham's makeup. Love. Which is clean and beautiful. Her eyeliners are amazing. I'm loving her contour stick Mm -hmm. as she designed it. It's thin. It goes on so beautifully. And I also love RMS makeup as well. Mm -hmm. They have some nice highlighters and they have a new blush that looks like NARS orgasm that I just recently discovered. Okay. I haven't tried the blush, but I am. You know a what fan. the color is? Do you remember of the one that's kind of the orgasm esque? No, we can look. I we can look the that name up. of the color. We'll link to it, yeah. guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. It's beautiful, but it's great because it's just a clean formula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what you're eating because I know you live in Paris, <laughs> which is like temptations abound. Like, let me tell you, it's just cheese and bread. That's all I want to eat when I'm there. But what is what's you you mentioned the Mediterranean diet before. What do you personally do daily? Well, my daily shot of extra virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. I love having a green soup a few times a week, mm-hmm. which is based on broccoli, zucchini, a bit of onion. Mm-hmm. And I just put that in a Vitamix and make up a green soup. Do you, do you roast it first? And when you're here, do you roast your veggies? No, I just steam it. Oh, you steam it steam and it then for, blend it. Steam it and then put it in the blend it. Okay. And what do you add yeah. to and it? And my kids the... are addicted to it as really? well. Yeah, they love it. Okay. And what do you add yeah, to so... it to make it like, you know, is it vegetable stock or? No, just water. Really? Yeah. And then I'll finish it off with some of our Bona Fortuna herbs from the farm, mm-hmm. which make it taste just delicious. You know, in the beginning, my kids couldn't, they, they weren't a big fan of it, but I kept eating it. And it's so amazing when kids watch you eat something on a daily, then they mm-hmm. incorporate it as well. Okay. But I love having a great green soup, salads. But when you're here in Paris, the markets at, are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the, even to the butcher when I first moved here a few years ago. It's like, oh, are your chickens organic? I only want an organic chicken, hormone-free. And he looked at me and he's like, you must be American. And I was like, why? He goes, you know, that's not allowed here. All of our chickens are hormone and antibiotic free. Right. I was like, okay. Right. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, when you go to the vegetable market, the fruits just are so beautiful. It's blueberry season right now, just starting. Mm-hmm. So the blueberries are really full of flavor. Yeah. What about, do people exercise in Paris? Like what... <laughs> 
<laughs> are they doing Pilates or are you just walking all day? What do you do? Yeah, people exercise in Paris, actually. Okay. There's a lot of gyms and I think there's Orange Theory here now and everything. But I go to a gym called, I work out with Stefan Demoy. He's a great trainer here. I do a lot of weightlifting mm -hmm. exercises. Okay. Once a long time ago, there was a trainer that said, how do you want to be when you're 80? Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to be strong and powerful. He's like, well, you have to start incorporating more weightlifting mm -hmm. and you have to pay attention to what you're eating and putting on your skin because it all affects you down the road. And that stayed with me. Yeah. When he told me that. Yeah. So then I, then when I turned 40, he also said I was 35 at the time. He's like, oh, you're, you're on your way downhill right now. And I was like, what does that mean? I'm on my <laughs> way downhill. He goes, after 35, it just gets harder and harder. Every decade gets harder. Right. So when I turned 40, I was like, all right, I'm going to get committed to working out and, you know, keeping on with that healthy routine. But I feel like when you find your routine and you stay consistent with it, it's great. So even on a day when I don't feel like working out, I'll still show up to the gym. Mm -hmm. It'll be a bad session, but I'm like, all right, I've showed up. Right. I'm committed to, to sticking with this. Yeah. But honestly, I find it so tough. I recently fell off the rails. I was doing so well last year. I was running, you know, at least a few times a week, but then I had an injury and it took me out. And it's so hard to get back into a routine and, you know, just figure that out, especially with kids and the morning hustle and all that. Do you do like, do you do you get up at 5 a.m. or what's your. Yeah, I start my day at six. Yeah. I make breakfast, lunch for dinner. Mm -hmm. My husband and I take the kids to school. Then yeah. I'll, because of the time difference with Paris and New York and LA, where, where our team is based out of, I'll sneak in a quick workout, come home, do emails, right? get a bunch of work done, go pick up the kids and then continue working on yeah. with phone calls and running the company. Yeah. Wow. It's busy. And how, how often do you go to your the estate in, in Sicily and actually be on site there? So it's so much easier now that we're in Paris mm -hmm. to travel to, to Sicily. But we, we try to go at least four times a year. Okay. It's getting now busier to go every single weekend because our kids are so involved in their activities and mm -hmm. basketball. And mm -hmm. they're, I think our kids' our schedule on the weekend is so much busier than ours personally. Mm -hmm. Our, our schedule revolves around the kids. <laughs> right. You know, clearly you do spend a lot of time in Sicily and even in Paris. So I feel like the culture around aging is so different than in North America. So is there anything that's like rubbed off on you or how do you personally approach your own evolution of beauty? Yeah, I feel like that Sicily runs on its own pace. Mm hmm. Everything takes so much longer. Everyone takes time in what they're doing and they're eating from their own gardens and they have three hours lunches, which is not feasible for any of us. <laughs> but what I did learn from that is just making a routine and consistency and taking a moment for yourself. Mm -hmm. So making a moment and a ritual with your, with your skincare products every night and in the morning and having a moment for yourself is so key. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that will help with aging in the future. Yeah. And at the present moment. And I guess our last question for you then is what is your nightly ritual? What would you, how do you like unwind that moment in the mirror? Is there anything unique about how you use your products or a little mantra or anything? I will always start off with the cleansing oil balm. Mm -hmm. 
followed with either the exfoliant, if I'm going to be exfoliating that night, and also the, then followed by the Missler water. I basically do all of the steps, steps. But a few nights a week, I put the blue balm on as a mask and I put a ton of it on. I look like, mm-hmm. you know, a blue Smurf. Yeah. And I'll just put that on and lay down and say a few prayers and take a moment for myself yeah. during that moment of when I'm lit, allowing the balm to soak in. Yeah. I put so much off and I, I'll take some off before going to sleep so I don't get it all over my sheets. Yeah. But when you wake up the next morning, your skin is just so refreshed and energized. We keep teasing to our listeners that we, we need to go on a Paris trip together. So where are just like, where would you recommend that we go? What are a few of your favorite spots when you are not working and you're having a me day? Let's see. A few of our favorite, my favorite spots. Well, if just walking around the city is mm-hmm. phenomenal and going to the the cafes and sitting outside and enjoying uh, the view of Paris. But I love going to L'Avenue. Mm-hmm. People watching there is so much fun. Yeah. I've been going there for 25 years. It's it's just a favorite. There's so many great bistros in Paris to discover. The bakeries. I love a surreal lignac pastry shop. His croissants are to die for. Langosteria is an Italian restaurant on top of the Cheval Blanc, which is an amazing Italian restaurant. And the views of Paris there in the evening are phenomenal. Okay. Over the bridge. And you can see the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Where else do I like to go? Oh, there's way too many places here in Paris. Well, that's way too many that's bakeries. That's a great start. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time Thank today. Thank you so much for having me today. Love really learning the backstory it. behind Fortuna. Thank you. And I just want to let everybody know while we still have Agatha on the line that we do have a promo code. Don't forget about it. And so for a limited time, we have 20% off your first purchase at fortunaskin.com. So you can use our promo code, which is BreakingBeauty20. Use that at checkout and you can get your hands on the oil, the Missler water, that exfoliator. That's next on my list to try because it's green and it looks so cool. It's like or, in a jar. Or a trial set. I highly recommend oh, yeah. the trial sets, the minis. That's a great way to like dip your toe in. Good, good yeah. idea. Well, thank you, Agatha. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.